All right, we are live here on Through the Black. Man, it's uh, it's great to be back. I know we went to the conference this past weekend and trying to get all the ducks in a row. And I got a very special guest with me tonight. He he hasn't made it in yet. I'll let as soon as he gets on here, I'll uh, I'll put him right through and let him start talking. And and I just want to kind of just get the ball rolling here tonight. Um, let me kind of go through some, some house cleaning here. Uh, let me run this real quick while we're, cause we're, we're probably going to use some uh, images tonight and we just want to make sure that we get those images fair use. Uh, also just also want to join, let you know about through the black, uh, through the black.com. That's what it's all about. Go there and get the spiritual warfare and stuff there with uh, Tom Dunn, and and this is the Unveiling the Paranormal. I am so glad to be with you here tonight. My my understanding of what I want to do with Through the Black and Unveiling the Paranormal is to unveil the dark theology behind TV shows and online platforms, and we're really going to take a look at some of that tonight. What's happening online and, and with TV shows? Also to bring biblical truths to bear in real spiritual matters and discussions. So with that, I know that my guest is Chris Taylor. He'll be on here in a few minutes once he gets um, a camera issue taken care of. And if we if he can't get on here tonight, then hey, we'll we'll get him on here when we absolutely can. I want to just share a few things as we're kind of waiting on him. Uh, kind of let you know what's going to be going going on down the pike here with unveiling the paranormal uh, i wanted to do this show and i want to wait and talk about why i wanted to do the show about Yu-Gi-Oh and these anime and in cosplay and in pokemon here in a few minutes when chris gets on i'll, I'll share more about that but i'm going to be doing a tonight's show hopefully with chris and we'll be doing the next a couple of shows where I'm kind of going going to be going more in depth on the ritual aspect of of Pokemon of Yu-Gi-Oh uh, and and those things like that. And so those what's coming up in the next couple of, of shows. And I may do some shows hit or miss on Thursday nights, but after that, after we kind of wrap up the series of the Pokemons and stuff like that. We're probably going to take a look at the UFO, the UFO phenomenon. I know I've been getting a lot of questions, a lot, a lot of questions about dealing with the ideas of, you know, disclosure. What do I think about disclosure? And, and, and more specifically, I want to deal with some of the questions behind the UFO phenomenon um, and raises some bigger questions. You know, how is Christians going to react if, if they unveil a, a higher uh, civilization somewhere, or, you know, we, we are seeing a lot of, in my opinion, a lot of disinformation coming out about the uh, Tic Tac videos and stuff like that. So I'm going to jump into all of that back then at that point with the UFO shows. Me and Jason Broadway, we're going to do a serious show on Bigfoot and uh, 
kind of those entities in that in that realm. But we we went to Ohio this past weekend and we had the opportunity to uh, be there with Tom and, and the rest of the team and just had a great time working with the whole team there and Russ's team and at the Spiritual Warfare Conference. And so we had a great, great time in doing that. And uh, we did some filming and we tried to find the the elusive Bigfoot in Ohio or the, the uh, I forgot what the kangaroo thing was, but uh, it, it's something else. And and so just kind of wanted to, to get involved with that. And so I want to kind of just start just a few moments here with the the idea of where this came up while we're talking about this with and hopefully we'll get Chris on here in a few minutes. He hasn't texted me back or anything. So I'm assuming that he is still working on with his camera. But uh, let me kind of just give you a rundown of what why we're doing this and, and it was kind of interesting a, a few months back our at was asking members of our team uh, what i could what topics they wanted me to address and what shows they kind of thought would be kind of cool for us to do and one of our team members which i won't won't mention on there tonight but uh she had mentioned about me doing a show on anime and she had talked about maybe even getting Chris and, and so I, you know, I kind of, you know, I really wanted to do it and there was just so many things happening at one time. It kind of been, was put on the back burner and I felt really bad because this past weekend at the, the conference, uh, I kind of asked that question again and she kind of looked at me like, well, I've done told you. <laughs> and so she reminded me of the anime and, um, and, the Yu-Gi-Oh and the cosplay. And it was so interesting. When I got home, I had already made my mind up. I was going to contact Chris and get him on the show. And hopefully we'll get him on here tonight. If not, it will just be a, a maybe a show talking about it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I got home and Monday came and, one of the team members, Jason, said, hey, dude, you know, what do you know about Pokemon? And so I started talking to him a little bit because I hadn't done much research on it. I hadn't done much thoughts on it. And uh, I know that I was already thinking about doing the show. And I said, well, it's kind of odd that you asked that uh, because I'm actually trying to get a show together uh, with Chris Taylor. And uh, finally... Uh, he called me back and says, dude, you know, we, we've, we got this potential situation with uh, um, some people that I know, and I would really like for, for us to do a show or for you to do a show. And I said, hey, you know, we got that going. So God, uh, I believe, was, was working on this, and I believe God is actually fighting for this to happen. And I know that there's spiritual war, warfare going on, even tonight trying to get it on board and you know I, I just called chris out of out of the um out of the blue he didn't know me uh, obviously he knew some of the members of the team he knows tom he's done some shows with tom and so you know he he vetted me and i'm sure and so he called me back or texted me back and said hey let's talk and so i haven't had a really good chance to talk with chris tonight was going to be 
one of those nights where we just get together and we talk and we 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 see what he has to say. And so with that in mind, I was kind of hoping that he would be on here by now. But uh, let me give you a little bit of a preview here of what I'm going to be talking about as, as we wait on Chris to jump in. Um, first of all, I want to say it this way. You know, I remember growing up in, in church and hearing the pastors and, and lay people down rock and roll, uh, down TV shows. You know, you had you always had Jerry Falwell or somebody put down like Teletubbies and stuff like that. And and there was some truth to some of that. I, absolutely. But it seemed like there was just a sensationalism, you know, being brought out. You know, every time you turn around, you know, there was big publicity and media media blitz about the the bad things of rock and roll. And and I never will forget the the pastor one night that was there at our church doing revival, and he was talking about the satanic beat of of the drums and that all drums are are evil. And I want to share that because I want you to understand my heart. And I, and I you know, I can't necessarily speak for Chris, but I, I believe his heart, too, is to share the gospel and the truth of the spirit that's behind these things. I don't believe in just going out here and in attacking something that that looks evil. Now, I want to I want to make sure you understand that there's things that look evil and we try to attach evil to it and we got to go searching for things we got to go looking for something that is wrong with it that's not the case here tonight that's what i, I shared all that to get to this point tonight in in the next few nights we're not going to be looking for for what ifs or we're not going to be saying these what ifs and especially when we start getting into the actual rituals and if we do show some of these uh, pictures and stuff, those of you who are SRA, I'll kind of put this out there. Those of you who are SRA survivors, you know, when we get to that point, I'll, I'll warn you because there are some real ritual pictures that we're going to show that's in these cartoons. And these are cartoons, man. These are, you know, they're supposed to be adult swim cartoons. But they're they're impacting, and I know for a fact they're impacting middle middle teenagers, middle schoolers, you know, uh, back into first and second graders, uh, and it's aimed at those people as well as those children as well, and it's aimed at all ages, and and it seems like, you know, I've, I've seen all kinds of throughout the years. I've seen all kinds of issues as a pastor with, with both Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and anime. And that's what we're talking about here tonight. I'm just checking in to make sure everything is good with Chris, but uh, he still hadn't contacted me back. Um, but anyway, you know, as a pastor, I've actually had teenagers who have gotten into this. And even though I hadn't done the research like I've done in the last 48 hours, um, I knew inherently by looking at this, there's rituals, there's books of shadows, there's 
um, all kinds of occult stuff, not just in Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, you know, my son, when he was, oh, I want to say probably eight or nine, uh, my son came home with a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards from school. And, you know, it really kind of started bothering me when I started seeing the cards and there was one particular card. And, and by the way, I am going to show this card right now. It is an occult symbol. It is a ritualized symbol. So those of you who are uh, ritually sensitive, you know, you may want to look away for a couple seconds here. But one of the cards he has was the seal of, and I can't even pronounce that name. It, it is, uh, it's a spell card. And when he came home, and I would see the back of these cards had portals on the back of them, big dark portals. Um, I immediately knew that there was something spiritually going on with these cards. And, you know, he, he had already fell in love with them. He had already, you know, he was already trading them. I didn't know he was trading them. He was happening at school. And he, he was already dealing with it. So, you know, I didn't feel at the time, I didn't feel like it was that big of a deal. Okay. I really didn't feel like, well, you know, I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. I don't want to be an old fuddy duddy. But a few weeks went by and really the Lord began to knock me upside the head, just to be honest with you. All right. I believe we've got him here. All right. Well, folks, I'm going to stop my story for just a minute, and I'm going to add now our special guest, uh, Chris Taylor. Chris, you're on the air with us here tonight. Man, it's great to see you. I'm so glad that you are you finally got everything done here tonight. And, and Chris, just want to introduce Chris. If you don't know Chris, he is don'tletthemburn.com. And um, so let me kind of go here. Chris, you want to say hi as I look for something here? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. I've been off the scene for a while, but I am back. And we're going to have some interesting things to talk about tonight. Amen. With uh, a lot of um, issues in entertainment and, and otherwise. Yeah, Chris. Uh, Chris is Don't Let Them Burn. Exist. I'm just reading this off of his YouTube page. Uh, don't let him burn exist to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and to expose the works of the darkness. We he discusses topics exposing the evils inside of our entertainment. And that's what we're talking about here tonight. In addition, he delves into the topics of Bible prophecy, end time, UFOs, occult, Satanism, comic books, movies. World News, Nephilim, Giants, and the Biblical fam, uh, Family. Uh, the Word of God, Technology, Oneness, Transhumanism, Posthumanism, New Age, and a variety of other topics. So I just wanted to just share that with Chris. Chris, thank you for coming on here tonight. I kind of done shared with the audience how and, and, and why I contacted you. But I don't think you've heard this. So I'm just going to briefly share why I've contacted you. And then I'm just going to let you jump on the topic here tonight. Um, we were at the conference and I had asked one of the team members, 
which you know one of them who I'm talking about, about you know what topics I could do on the show, unveiling the paranormal. And she mentioned uh, doing the topic of anime, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, cosplay. And I kind of put it on the back burner, not intentionally, but it just kind of happened that way. There's a lot of other shows come up. But during this past conference, she, she you know, I asked that question again, and she kind of looked at me sternly and said, well, I've already answered that question for you. And, and so, you know, uh, I kind of felt low, you know, I hadn't contacted you and, and everything. And so when I got home, I had already decided to contact you, but one of our other teammates said, hey, dude, you know, he contacted me in a um, text and said, do you know anything about Pokemon and, and anime and, and Yu-Gi-Oh? And I said, not a whole lot. I've studied a little bit about it. He says, like, well, you know, we got this opportunity to reach out to a school and, and you know, and I said, well, you know, I just so happened I'm trying to contact Chris Taylor about doing a show. And so there we are tonight, Chris. That's kind of why I've contacted you and got you on the show. And and I'm excited to hear what you have to say. So I'm going to kind of quit blubbering here. But uh, you go ahead and start out how you want to start out, my friend. Well, first, thanks for having me. And um, I my whole life has been saturated with um, entertainment. But, you know, as you grow up as a kid, you don't really know the ingredients of, you know, what you're watching, what you're reading, you know, whatever music. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I was, you know, I was introduced to horror movies uh, at an early age, um, X-rated stuff, um, music uh, when when what we what we call hip hop. Uh, for those that don't know, hip hop is not the. Music is the culture. Rap is not hip hop. Hip hop is not rap. So anyway, when that came on the scene uh, in the early '70s, I grabbed grabbed onto it. But when it started to explode in the '80s, the late '80s and stuff, it, I was all in. I and I, in fact, I was so inundated with music, I didn't think that I would ever be able to let it go. It, it, it was just so. That was my life. I eat, breathe it, whatever. And I was a rapper to it at the same time. So. Uh, by 2006, um, after coming back to Christ in 2004, Christ basically took my desire for everything, everything. And so after that, I started watching documentaries on Hollywood and music and all this stuff. And uh, I was I was surprised. I was like, are you serious? You're telling me that some people talk to demons and make their movies or they consult witches? And all this stuff, I go, wow. And I started learning about world religions, and we'll touch on that in a minute. And so where we are today, uh, I started this whole thing seven years ago, and it's been an interesting journey. But God has put me into a position where I get to learn this, that, this, that, and have my experience and bring it all together so you know people can understand why it's a problem. And we do live in a fallen world. So we, we're going to expect the world to do what the world does. And you, we see um, places in the Bible with Paul and other people where they were in the community, but separated from it through Jesus Christ. They didn't necessarily blend in like so many Christians are trying to do today. Um, and the, the culture has taken over a lot of Christians' life instead of them influencing the culture. Yeah. So that's where we are. And that's my short introduction. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you're, you're as I was watching, re-watching your, your testimony, I had watched it a few months back when you were on with Tom and uh, doing some other shows. And it just, you know, when we talk about anime and, and the Yu-Gi-Oh! And, and even Pokemon, the sexualization in, in the porn, in the... All the all the above that you mentioned is right here with this, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, uh, okay, so another segment is uh, comic books. I started reading comic books in the early '80s, and um, around the mid '90s, I stopped. But I saw all the influence in there, in, in, in the sense of how women were drawn, and and you know certain men or whatever. So, but when you go into uh, the Japanese, Chinese culture, Asian culture in general, you start seeing more sexualization of women that bled over into um, American culture, believe it or not. In the early 90s, I was introduced to full-blown anime, and some people pronounce it a different way, but anyway, you know what we're talking about. And so I started watching, one of my favorite ones was Akira, that wasn't sexual, you know, but it's it's one where this guy becomes a god, basically. Um, but back then, I didn't really, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't right. really no big deal to me, but the, the artwork was awesome. And I, I'm an artist as well, an illustrator. So, you know, I, I gravitated towards the animation, the the way they put it together, and uh, the certain styles they would use. There was another one called Kabuto. I forget the exact premise of it, but it was about this ninja-like warrior, and he pretty pretty much un unbeatable. But I think he might have been a, a, a specter, a, a ghost, okay. or something. You have other ones like um, Flight of the Overfiend. This oh, one, wow. yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think it had a three or four parts, and in this one, the Let's call him the um, antagonist. Was this um, demonic dude that would go and have relations with women, and when he, let's just say, arrived, they would explode. So he was find, trying to find through this whole movie the right mate. And um, mm -hmm. by the end of this whole series, you would see uh, demonic creatures having, you know, relations with women, and wow. it was weird. <laughs> okay, but you find a lot of that stuff in anime and manga. Uh, where they're, they're either half human, half demon, half human, half angelic being, um, a lot of sexual organs uh, play a lot of roles in these things. Uh, I saw one where, and I don't want to get too graphic for people, but I saw one where these people were, um, this guy had a, had a thing where he wanted to be the, have his prowess in, in the bedroom. Mm. And from what I remember, this thing, which is a male, a phallic, attached itself to him. Mm. And, it, you know, <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. This early 90s, man. <laughs> so imagine we're in 2021 now. It has exploded beyond belief. And uh, I would say, based on the religious connotations, that are open. It's, okay, let me put it this way. People, no matter who we are, when we're creating something, we are going to put what's in our heart. And the Bible tells us 
out of the heart. That's where everything flows. Uh, you see these movie pundits online, and when they talk about movies, they get giddy. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm right. like, it's a trailer. <laughs> it's just right. a trailer. What's it? You know? So when we create uh, music, movies, books, whatever, we put what's in our heart. It doesn't mean that everything is bad or evil or whatnot, but we're going to put out what's in our heart. So in this case, we have, oh, my goodness. Can you still hear me? Yeah, did I do that or did you do no, that? Uh, I, something happened. I don't know. But uh, as long as you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. So they have, um, okay, so it, Hinduism started in the, uh, by the Hindus River. And from there, it, it branched out into Asia where we started to have Buddhism, Taoism, all these isms and schisms uh, from uh, the East. And that branched off into the martial arts to where you get, uh, it also has to do with yoga, worship of animals and all this stuff, right? right? So when you're watching manga, which is, I think that's the comic book version, and then anime, you're being influenced into these um, Eastern religions. And like in Japan, it's more like they are um, perfect. They're descendants of the gods. And right. so that's why you see so much of this supernatural element. And they kind of segregate themselves from the rest of the world because they think they are, well, not, I'm, when I say they, I just mean on a whole, it doesn't mean everyone, you know? Right. Uh, think that they are descendants of the gods and they're, you know, pretty much better than everybody else. It, that also flows off into China where they believed that they're descendants of some gods and the dragons and this other, other nonsense. So you, you, I, there was another one called Vampire Hunter D. And the vampire hunter was supposed to be the good guy, but he had this, uh, this living being within his hand. Right? right. So, and then, so he has this little living being in his hand that talks to him all the time. It's like a, it's like a, um, a spirit guide. It's like a spirit guide. So it talks to him, it guides him, and he, he's a very powerful vampire hunter. But what the, what the unsuspecting audience would believe is, well, it's good versus evil. No, it's actually evil versus evil. And so we take on some of these characters as our heroes, and really what they're playing is witchcraft, witchcraft, straight up witchcraft. There's only really two um, uh, spiritual belief systems in the world. And I know that sounds weird because we have so many religions. It's really just Bible Christianity and witchcraft. That's right. it. That's it. Right. Everything else is a, a derivative of the, of the original. So um, around, I think, 150 to 200 years after the flood is where we get the Tower of Babel. And that's where all this witchcraft started again. And now we have what we have today. So I'll hush and let you talk. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. While, you talk, while, you, while I talk, you might look at your camera set and see if it's where you can bring it back on. I don't know if I cut you off or... Yeah, I'm gonna check that out right now. Give me one second. Okay. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, while you do that, when you when you're ready, you just chime back in. All right. But folks, I want you to listen to what I hope you heard exactly what what he said. That there's this idea of the anime. I, I might not be saying it right. Magna, Magna, and all these the Yu-Gi-Oh. 
they're pulling from a Japanese belief system, whether it's Shintoism, whether it's the Zen, Zen type Shintoism, or whether it's some of the other more ancient Chinese, or actually, if you know what you know the truth about martial arts and, and a lot of these cultures, it's really going back to Hinduism. It's going back into those pantheons. And that's what I'm going to focus in a lot in uh, one of these shows in the next future is, you know, looking at this idea of the, I'm going to actually show you, and we can even talk about this tonight, Chris, if you want to, in, in, if you have that opportunity, but I've went back and researched the, there's certain demons that are but portrayed in these Pokemon cartoons. And uh, I think I've lost Chris completely now. There he is. Well, he's back to the to the sound there. But, you know, folks, I want you to think about this tonight. And, and hopefully if I've cut him off, um, let me stop here and... I'm still here. Um, it's just this. this Is it on my side or yours? It looks like it's on my side. I plugged it back in, but there we go. There you are. There you are. And the colors are all changed. I look all <laughs> dark and whatnot. Oh, I can't wait to get it. It's coming back, though. Yeah. All right. So, we'll but yeah. Yeah. We, I'm just sharing how, you know, the, the Shintoism. Chris, one of the things I noticed as I was studying this the last couple of days is what you touched on already is how the belief system of the, how they're wrapping that belief system in the cartoonish, the, the comic books, but the art, the art man is fantastic. I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, uh, you know, coming from an art artistic background, I see a lot of stuff on Pinterest and every, a lot of places, great artwork, but they're, you know, dedicated to, demonic forces and some people you know they don't realize <laughs> what they're doing and I, and I really genuinely mean that they don't realize it uh and they think you know these spirits are the good guys and they're you get to channel them and you know all this other stuff but uh you know they're being fools they're being fooled sorry and one day hopefully god will um awaken them to the, what's going on so Somebody asked if it was witchcraft. <laughs> so I've seen artwork from Buddhists, um, people directly into witchcraft, Satanism, and they, they've honed their craft to basically appease these gods and promote them. I mean, if I'm doing artwork, I'm going to promote my god, right? So it's mm -hmm. the same thing. Whatever is in your heart is going to come out. I mean, if you go to India, you know, you know the tattoos that the ladies get at a certain age? Right. It's beautiful. Uh, but when it comes to this stuff, whether it's comic books, whether it's a movie, whether it's Satan is going to use the tools that will um, push his agenda. Some people don't know. and Some people do. Like I said, in Hollywood, some of these people consult witches to make the movie more authentic. Right now, um, anime has gotten so popular. Let me tell you, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! are the number one card-playing games in the world, the last time I checked. Mm -hmm. In the world. 
So you got to be like, okay, what influence is it really having on people? Uh, some people, they get, they get more interested in the spiritual side and other people don't, right? But the one thing, you see, the, the caveat is if, you, if you're not a part of the body of Christ, you're already, you know, you're already lost, you're already condemned. So some people think if I don't touch this thing or if I don't do that, I'll be all right. I'll, I'm a moral person. I don't kill. I don't do this other stuff. I'm, I'm fine. Oh, no. no. <laughs> so right. the world is so lost and the rise of witchcraft around the planet people please do your research on this stuff is 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 so fast especially in america but this portion here that we're talking about anime the manga the pokemon is a is a very big uh influence and push um pokemon uh you know some people say that the creator of pokemon uh his parents were christian and he went off and he wanted to disrespect them i don't see evidence of that so i don't even go there but what he was into is bugs. But remember, he's from a place where they worship animals. I'm not saying he worships he worshiped bugs. I have no evidence of that. But continue to think about where he comes from, a place where they worship animals. You go to Romans 1, and it describes how people worship the created things instead of the creator. And for that, one of this is one of the reasons why the wrath of God is coming. That's right. And so it, they, it leads them off into other things, right? After he mm -hmm. turns them over to a debased mind. So Pokemon, it's not just about the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's very demonic, demonically oriented. You know, I, I, what I forgot to do, I forgot to queue up the audio so your, your audience can listen. But I, when you talk, I, I'll go look, look for that. Basically, um, a lot of these, these creatures in Pokemon are actually attributed to uh, demonic beings, but you, the average person is not going to know. Uh, right. And a lot of the powers, it, okay, let me try to break it down another way. A lot of the powers that you see in Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and uh, it's a lot of stuff in anime and comic books, they all lead back to what we would call a force. Okay? With um, Flash, you have um, the speed force. Star Wars, you have the force. Star Wars is a mishmash of Buddhism, Hinduism, and other stuff, right? So it, it just goes into chaos magic. If you've ever watched uh, um, WandaVision, mm -hmm. the reason why her reality was created was because she used chaos magic. So right. trauma, the trauma, you, you'll see this trope a lot in superhero films or what. I'm, I'm not trying to go off in superheroes, but I have to say no. this. Uh, you will see that the suit, not all the time, but most of the time, you'll see a, a hero has to get traumatized somehow. And then that was what brings out their power, their abilities or whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's what happened in WandaVision. And remember, she's a witch, right? And she didn't come into herself yet, right? So all mm -hmm. of this elemental mag magic, and it, it just created this reality uh, that became a, a dome over this town, and she was able to um, manipulate people's minds and stuff like that. So anyway, if you haven't watched WandaVision, that's mostly what it's about. Spoiler alert. So <laughs> you'll see this trope all over the place, and it's not just chaos magic. It's not just the force. You also have what's called the secret 
Um, if you ever hear somebody say, like, um, I can speak it into existence, the Bible says it. Well, the Bible is talking about God, not man, in that context there. And so they will hear this, oh, you can speak it into existence, you know, da-da-da-da-da, just pray and it will come to you. Well, that goes back to New Age and some other philosophies um, that are used in a lot of these these shows, a lot of these uh, books and stuff, but you wouldn't know. Uh, there's also something called the right-hand path and the left-hand path. Basically, what that means is white magic versus black magic. You have, um, I think it's called animal instinct and reverse yeah. animal instinct, right? Yeah. So you always have the, this dichotomy where you think, if I use this, then I'll be okay. I'm not hurting people. And then you have this side where, oh, I'm going to hurt people. I'm going to curse them. I'm going to do whatever. But it's all the same, really. You know, right. what's your... What's your um, motives are, it's all the same. Now, I watched a documentary by a guy named, uh, about a guy named Alan Moore, the guy that wrote V for Vendetta. Um, I think he wrote The Dark Knight, The League of Extraordinary Men, um, Watchmen, and a few other films or books first. And he said, the way to move the populace is to write a spell, writing a spell really means just to spell, right? Yeah. And so when you write their books, they put enough stuff in there to move the population to where they deem it needs to be. Another one, Grant Morrison, he claims, and I believe him, but I don't believe all the story, the whole story. So what I say when I, when I, when I believe him, this is how the story goes. He took a little um, hash or something like that. Spirit showed up and it took him to um, some star system. I, I can't remember if it's Alpha Centauri or whatever else. And he said, oh, I see the three suns are there and everything. I think it was all in his head. Um, and basically what he said was they talked to him and they said pretty much to give uh, what we're giving you, put it in the comic books. This is not something he said that's publicly. <laughs> so right. you know, I'm not making this stuff up. Uh, so what we have now, it's not all, I wrote my own comic books back in the day. It's not everybody, but mm. a lot of the newer comic book artists and the originators were influenced by the occult, the Kabbalah, and you name it. So manga is a comic book pretty much, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, you get stuff like Alita Battle Angel and some other ones. The, the bottom line is that it's it's spiritual propaganda. Amen. That's Amen. all it is. You're entertained by it. It's, it's a great story, but you don't know what's the hidden nature of the story because you haven't studied, you know, a couple of royal religions, um, martial arts and, and all these things from the East. So. It's very uh, it's very easy uh, sorry it's very important to understand the foundations the foundations is key um, because mm -hmm. I used to love this stuff go to the video store and my brother would bring over um, uh, other animations and my cousins would let us hold we, gotta, we we watched a lot of this stuff um, in the early in the mid 90s so I don't know there's more there's always more go ahead yeah. <laughs> No, one of the things, you know, me and Jason Broadway from Watchful Eyes and he does Unmasked Disciple, you know, 
we was tossing this around one night, you know, like 007, you know, the creators of 007 said that he wants every man, when he, when that man walks out of the theater, he wants that man pretending to be James Bond. It's about that fantasy life. It's about that, you know, that idea of, and that's one of the things I've noticed with some of these children and some of the, the children aspect is, you know, they're wanting to be able to have power even over the adults. Yeah. And you see that with some of these, the Yu-Gi-Oh! especially, he's very defiant with and very um, you standalone-ish, if you will. And and I see that I see that draw with people, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! was supposed to be the the champion of all the world of guard, you know, of cards. He's the God of cards. Uh And I think it's so important to kind of, like you said, and I just backing up what you said there about the idea of, you know, these folks, they're putting in, and folks, I want you to listen to this. They're putting in bits and pieces of Shintoism, Eastern philosophy, and they're mixing it with this fantasy life. And then they're sexualizing it. Uh And, you know, I actually heard a a person the other day with, and I can't reveal this, but they were talking about how the pornography in in schools and in certain places, Mm -hmm. you know, kids have this addiction. This is just feeding that addiction. Right. Uh, (laughs) If if you've never heard of Hante, that's just it. It's pornographic animation, um, and it's Mm -hmm. very popular online. The, the internet has opened up the wind, the floodgates of good and bad. You know, it's it's the tech, the technological forbidden fruit. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We are getting flooded with so much stuff. Let me tell you, not to, you know, go off on another thing, but I have to say this. If you're a parent and you have a, a child that's not fully matured, watch what you're giving them on these tablets it's so easy and 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 i'm not saying this because i i don't know uh, i haven't experienced in the sense of people that uh have given their uh child or another kid a tablet or a phone they they have been exposed to pornography one person told me uh they gave them a tablet and another person was over there and for some reason, you know, they disappeared. Like they were just too quiet. Hmm. And in there, and they were watching this stuff. And the mother was dumbfounded. Like, why? Why would you be? You know. And finally, it came out that it was the other person that came over to visit introduced. An, I think a nine-year-old child to this. Wow. Right. And I said, man, it's just like she got molested. This is going to be with her for the rest of her life, you know, and you have to do something about it now. Stop giving these kids these devices. They could buck up on it, just misspelling a word if you don't have parental controls. And the problem is, like I said, it's just like getting molested and something happens inside and now they want more and they don't even understand why they want more. It's crazy. No, oh, I agree. I mean, the addiction, you know, as I was looking at this, you know, I was before you jumped on, I was telling about my son, you know, my son, he he brought one home. 
he got it from school. He brought the the Yu-Gi-Oh cards from school, mm-hmm. and, and we bought him some card sets. Yeah. And the Lord just knocked me upside the head and said, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And you know, here you are, a pastor. You're in spiritual warfare, and you're letting this junk in your home. Yeah. And so, you know, I had to clean that out. And and actually, and I'm just going to put this out there, folks. We had to renounce and we had to clean our home out because there were spirits that's following these cards. I know some of you are going to sit here and go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but it's true, folks. It, it is. is absolutely true. Yes. Um. The the responsibility that, that we have over our home is is it's lacking these days. But let me tell you something. I'm going to ask a question, and I'd like you to answer. Okay. What is the biggest commodity in the world? You get three answers. Well, obviously, I believe sex would probably be one of the top. It's in the top five. Um, commodities. Yeah. Mm. I, that, that's a good question. <laughs> you stumped me on that. And I'm afraid to answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really it, this this uh, this question gets answered wrong a lot. So it's not really about right or wrong. You know, it's just most people mm-hmm. don't think about it. It's not food. It's not money. It's not water. It's not air information mm. if you had the information before you bought those cards you would have been up oh, we're not doing that that's right yeah. information when we go to vote this candidate versus this candidate if you don't research you're going to make the wrong choice right. um if i didn't um have the experience and read up or watch this documentary or what i couldn't sit on the show today information mm. uh you know i know you know a lot of people don't like Alex Jones or whatever, but his, the name for his show, Info Wars. We're in an information war for sure. And we have to get equipped spiritually, biblically, and some other you know extracurricular stuff. We have to get equipped because, all right, so let, let's bring this up. I mentioned martial arts before. And many people don't see what's wrong with it. Right. But you have to go to the source. What do the masters teach? One master teaches that you can jump up and down like a puppet, but you, if without the quintessence, the five senses, you will not be able to master karate, right? But what does right. that mean, the five senses? What does it mean? Really? My ear, my hearing, my seeing? No. Earth, air, water, fire, spirit. And usually the spirit is either love or some demonic spirit when you look at, um, what is it called, um, Captain Planet, these kids right. would get the ring and all elemental because this is about environmentalism, right? And mm-hmm. they summon the spirit from the abyss, the, the, right. the last spirit. I think he's either the sixth or the fifth spirit. Anyway, there's that, right? And this is all a part of what I explained earlier about the force and all this. This is intertwined into that. And I'm going to take you down a rabbit trail real quick. Yeah. You have the, the, the fifth element. Right, Bruce Willis and Maya Levish, whatever his name is, her name is, um, the lady from Resident Evil. Anyway, okay, yeah. Um, you have the five elements: earth. Uh, sorry, four elements: earth, air, water, and fire. So they have to gather these elements. She is a genetically modified goddess. Right. Mm-hmm. He starts to like her. 
And by the end of the movie, there is a meteor supposed to hit the earth, something like a meteor or planet or whatnot, right? And they have to come together. The love, the spirit must intertwine to make one to in, um, reinforce the other four elements to push out this energy force to destroy this thing that's about to um, hit the planet, mm-hmm. right? right? It's all from the same source, right? Um, how to Train Your Dragon. Part mm-hmm. one, we see them find the black dragon, which is uh, toothless. He's hurt. He needs to be restored. And they have uh, other dragons. You actually have four of them. Actually, let me see. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, you have, I think, two, three with regular heads and one with two heads, right? Mm-hmm. So that's five elements. And then he's the sixth. And he's the most powerful dragon, period, right? But he's the black dragon. Pay attention to the black, okay? Uh, part two comes, whatever. Part three comes now, and they, uh, she, he's introduced to a white dragon now. What that completes is the yin and the yang. Right. Right? And remember, he's the most powerful dragon, not her. So she's looking for her king. And they, um, they bring them back to the dragon stronghold, let's call it that, and there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dragons, and they all bow down to him, right? But the, the, the dragon in martial arts, in Hinduism, in Shintoism, all this stuff is Satan. Right. <laughs> it's Satan. Exactly. Many won't think that way, but that's what it is. But you see, the elements had to come together. And mm-hmm. so dark side, light side, yin and yang, all these elements uh, you you go into any of these these systems and you'll find the same tropes. Maybe said another way, but it goes back into martial arts again, like I was talking about, which also goes back into yoga and the yoking of the spirits. And uh, what are the, what are these spirits? They're not human spirits. They're animal spirits. What do you right. find in in in, in uh, martial arts? Crane style, tiger style, <laughs> uh, frog. Right. It's always an animal. Look, kung fu panda. Mm-hmm. It's so cute, isn't it? These are representations of their gods, so-called. Right. So we, we, if we understand all of these symbolisms and uh, um, how you call it, religious ceremonies and stuff, it's always to some animal thing or some specter that you can't really see, but then it turns out to be something else, not what you thought. Oh my goodness, you know? Right. This has been around for so long, but we've, um, how do you call it, commercialized it, right? Mm-hmm. Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he bought it from, he bought his stuff over here. Oh, he's the most popular one. And what's the guy that came up, came out at the same time? He was the uh, cowboy. Uh, how can I forget this guy's name? You know who I'm talking about. Which one now? Was, he, was that Walker, Texas Ranger? Yeah, Chuck oh, Norris. Chuck Norris at the time. Yeah. Was I've also, actually met Chuck. So. Okay, yeah. He was also popular, right? Yep. And um, so this stuff started coming. But at the same time, you had the Beatles that had the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi that came and spread this stuff as well. And then from there, it started to become a mainstay, but it exploded um, in the late 90s um, through New Age and all these artists that promoted it. Merv Griffin promoted it. And so... It, this all blends into what we're talking about because you you got to know the rabbit trails. What happened here this time? Uh, sexual revolution and all this stuff. You have Alistair Crowley and all these other things. 
it all matters in the in the grand scheme uh because satan has his influence everywhere and when it comes to these eastern religions you know when you talk about it people nowadays with cancer culture and all these everybody's offended by something yeah you say it you say martial artist arts are dangerous it's spiritual it's a spiritual exercise they get mad at you yeah you know and I'm they sure. want to send their kids off to this, this stuff when you when a kid or anybody goes to a, a dojo they take their slippers or shoes off first why it's holy ground for the demons mm -hmm. and when you bow to your master master you're bowing to the spirit that's over him because mm -hmm. you have the crouching tiger and the hidden dragon right. the tiger bows the dragon is the master that's the right. dragon is always on top right if you right. go to karate you have a patch um similar to to the the beast in revelation not not the antichrist not the false prophet we're talking about uh babylon mystery babylon mm -hmm. babylon the great it's water you have a, a a lady coming out of it you have some stars up top and over her is a dragon and i think she has a tail in the water as well the water represents people she's a spirit mm -hmm. but the head spirit is the dragon you can't right. make stuff up it's there and so what i have a couple of books on this stuff as well yeah hinduism for dummies and all this stuff oh yeah another part of it which is very important as as you go into um the anime the manga and whatever maybe not pokemon that much but you you're gonna find drug use but why right. why why do you meditate we're not talking about thinking on things like the Bible tells us to think on these things. You meditate to open your mind, to get you into an altered state of consciousness, and that links you with a spirit. Not all the time, but that's the purpose, right? Absolutely. And so altered states of consciousness is a very big part of all this stuff, okay? Yeah. Um, when I'm sure if you go online and you look up, uh, like, some masters or karate experts or there's so many different splinters of this stuff. You'll see a guy, this one guy, I can't remember his name, but he would uh, bring up his, what they call chi or Dao or whatever. It's the same force, same spiritual, spiritual energy. And he, uh, you know, like street fighter and he, right. the bell and it's not camera trick. He's they really sought after this guy cause they heard about him and he did it. So he's using what we call again the force, but right. he had to he has to get into an altered state of consciousness, or he's just straight up possessed. Um, right. You see a lot of this in the magicians as well. Um, when I say magicians, I'm talking about real magicians. Right, exactly. <laughs> Not look the quarter from the back of your head. Uh, <laughs> it, it it all drug like um, when you see people taking um, ayahuasca, DMT. Mm -hmm. And a few other drugs. It doesn't matter which alcohol can get you into an altered state of consciousness. Right. Right. Um, you'll see, like in Hin not Hinduism, but uh, Islam, they have these mystics and they twirl themselves around and twirl themselves around because they want to get into this spiritual state to do whatever. Um, in science, again, DMT, they're having these uh, groups that get on it and they're all seeing the same vision at the same time. Right. Well, but what are they seeing? Insects and lizards. Right. Animals again. What a coincidence. 
<laughs> Not right. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to superheroes. Uh, Shazam. I'm not going to talk about Shazam himself. That's another explanation. But at the end of the movie, there was an, a little worm or caterpillar, whatever he was, that came out and he ta started talking to one of the villains. And again, the animal insect toward spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Very, it, very, you know, when I started seeing all these patterns, I was like, okay. wait a minute, where isn't this found in the Bible somewhere? Oh, Romans 1. Right. You can't escape it. And so uh, another pattern that you'll see, which is also, well, obviously in um, Eastern religions is the snake. In, in their time, it's the dragon, but you'll see right. snake cults all over the planet. Snake, 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 snake. Um, it wasn't Quetzalcoatl. Uh, yeah. Serpentine. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's all yeah. over the place. Well, why? Why a snake? Interesting. Well, the Bible says, or the, uh, that the Nakash, Lucifer, um, he, he mentioned it as a serpent. Now, that, this doesn't mean he was just a literal serpent, like, you know, whatever. It means other things. He's serpent first, and by the end of, by, the, by Revelation, when he's, he's ready to pour out his little tiny wrath on the Jewish people, he's a dragon. Right. So he's grown. Right? And that's a pattern through the Bible with this dude. <laughs> he's, he's searching out. He's not sitting in hell just, hey, I'm having a party here. He's, he's here on the planet. Uh, and he's lurking to try to take control. And this is the entertainment is a, is a massive mechanism to lead the culture into um, the next phase of humanity. Let me give you something that everyone likes to say. Karma. Mm -hmm. like Karma is going to get you. Karma, 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 karma this, karma that. But they think that what karma means is what goes around comes around. And then they equate it to the Bible, you read what you sow. Well, it doesn't mean that. Karma mm -hmm. is pretty much evolution or reincarnation. Right. That's where the concept re is, re that's where it, the, the root is. So you, you, you're born, so-called born perfect, and then you messed up along the line, and then you, when you die, you're going to come back and do it again as a bee or flea or a human being. <laughs> and it's just like purgatory. You go there and you cleanse your sins through fire and you, you, you're, you're okay. You're going to heaven. So I would say don't even bother with the karma nonsense. It's Hinduism. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll shut up for now. <laughs> well, yeah. No. And you brought up so many great points. First of all, if you've made it this far, I want you folks to understand something. We're not trying to create something in, in these, you know, as I said at the very beginning of the show, I'm not like the old pastors of the past where just a beat of a drum is evil. Right. I'm trying, what we're getting to here is these things have influences. They're influencing your children. They're influencing their minds. They're teaching them how to do occult ritual. We're going, I'm going to get into a lot of that stuff maybe in another show. But they're learning these things subconsciously in the drug use, the sexual stuff. You know, I was sitting there thinking as you were, were talking, mm -hmm. the, the thing that I would ask people, because I know what some people are going to say, the, and I've already heard it. Well, this is just a cartoon, dude. Um, <laughs> you know, here's my point. If I sit down and shared with you, 
the verses and you knew it was from Aleister Crowley's occult ritual manual that had leather, I mean, real human skin over top of it. And I opened that up and I began to read to your children that book. Would you stop me? Mm. I would hope that you would. Mm. The same thing applies with this, this other stuff that we're talking about. It's the same stuff, just repackaged in a different folder with great artwork in 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 motivations. Yeah. And so I just wanted to share that because I was just sitting there thinking, I know what people's thinking. You know, this stuff is this is harmless. It's not harmless because number one, they're teaching your children rituals. They're teaching your children Eastern philosophy. They're teaching your children how to hate. They wonder why that these kids are coming home from school sometimes in in fits of rage and they're mad at each other, wanting to kill their other kids for a card. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'll get off my soapbox now, but you oh, go back, Chris. You're, you're absolutely right. The Bible warns about turning good to evil and evil to good, you know, born to you. Um, most of us are ignorant of the facts, right? Right. But, but sometimes it's obvious. Hell boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell boy. I mean, really? I, I broke that down on my channel and it's, it was awful, right? Magnificent. Mm. Obvious. All Maleficent is a telling of the story of Lucifer as a woman. It's mm. all it is. And it brings you sympathy, sympathy for the devil. Right. It mm. gets you to love him more than anything else, depending on who you are. I'm not saying everyone. Right. Okay. I'm going to see if I could find this here really quick here. Uh, I was doing a talk on superheroes mm. and a person came to my YouTube channel on my Wonder Woman discussion and, um, oh, this thing wants to slow up now. Give me a break. <laughs> um, and they said that they're not worshiping Wonder Woman. They're not worshiping. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell her that she was right. Right. She was so offended that I was talking about Wonder Woman, Princess Diana, Ishtar, uh, Artemis, Hippotay, all these names, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm on Webster's website right now, and um, it says, Worship, reverence offered um, a divine being or supernatural power, also an act of expressing such reverence, right? Mm -hmm. Two, a form of religious practice with its creed and ritual. Three, extravagant respect or admiration for or devotion to an object of esteem like worship of the dollar. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, four, uh, uh, chiefly British, a person of importance used as a title for various officials such as a magistrate or some mayors. So let's stick to number three. Number one, two, and three all apply, but let's stick to number three. Extravagant respect or admiration for a de uh, for or devotion to an object of esteem. Mm -hmm. So wait a minute. 
in Greece, they would, uh, in other places, they would dress up as their gods, right? Mm. Right. That's historical right. fact. And today, we have superheroes that are based on these same gods, and we have women and men dressing up mm -hmm. as cosplay. Wait a minute. Takes money, a lot of money, in some cases, to get the costume done, get the makeup on. So obviously, it's something very important to them, right? You have affection for this stuff. You're worshiping it. I'm sorry. <laughs> the definition speaks for itself. That's right. Uh, I, as a Christian, I used to worship Call of Duty. I can admit that because I am intellectually honest that right. I did that. I would play the game from morning till night. Now, mm -hmm. I still play it off and on, you know, but my the dedication to it is gone mm -hmm. because there's only one God, not my video game, not my television set, not my sports, none of this stuff, right? right. But you have people that spent, let's see, thousands of dollars in some cases. Let's just keep it at, let's cap it at $1,000. They went to see Captain Marvel hundreds of times. What? I don't yeah. see it. If I watch a movie uh, nowadays, maybe I'll watch it twice. Maybe. 111 times, 115 times. They went to the theater to do this before it came out on uh, or DVD. That's worship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Captain Marvel is the same uh, person as Wonder Woman. It's just another name. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right? It has yeah. the star Ish star on her chest. Uh, Wonder Woman has a star of Ish star on her on her forehead. Um, well, there, there are some other movies too. Star Wars. When I was younger, I saw people. I went to see Star Wars. You know, X amount of times. I mean, a lot of times. The, the, there's a couple. This other guy on the internet said, um, he's a movie pundit. He said Star Wars is my religion. When wow. I was single, if a woman wanted to date me, if she didn't know about Star Wars, I wouldn't date her. What? Yeah. After this qualifier? <laughs> oh, my God. You know? So oh people mm. could deny it all they want to, but when you have a fervent lust for this stuff, because lust is not just, and you know this, lust is not just, you know, sex, uh, you know, looking at a woman. It's it's feverish stuff. It's like, I got to get this thing. You want this uh this Mercedes? Because your friend has it, or you just seen it, as it looks. I'm, I'm going to do everything in my power to get this car. That's lust, right? And we're lusting and worshiping modern cinema. The thing is, none of it's new, except for the media, the medium, uh, moving pictures. That's it, right? And then that also jumps over into the land of video games, which. Mm -hmm. Toward the original topic, anime is coming. It's in there too, with um, Final Fantasy. Um, what's the new one? I think it's called Inferno or something. Anyway, Inferno, Inferno right? Um, so something yeah. where you're playing as the, the 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 Greek gods, I think, in Hell or something. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's in there. So, as you see, as you cross platforms, it's the same story, the same tropes, um, and the same spiritual propaganda in the sense this Jesus Christ wants us to give all of our fiction to him. Be holy as I am holy. Holy is uh, 
I believe two definitions is either worthy of praise or totally separate. Totally separate. Now, this is not this is not a, something about legalism. You can't watch this. You can't play that. We're just saying to be careful. Uh, I have to watch some of these movies to do a review. So, am I all of a sudden uh, cast out by God? Well, I don't believe you could, you know, lose salvation. But anyway, uh, am I all of, all of a sudden on God, God's bad list because I watched the movie? No, but yeah. things happen. This I'm going to tell you. Okay, I'll tell you three stories. Try to keep it short. <laughs> 1994, this is my, my testimony. I was listening to a lot of Wu-Tang Clan and R. Kelly, anything that was out then, I was listening to it. I was working at one of the biggest CD warehouses in, in, in the United States. And I bought the album Liquid Swords uh, by Jizza. And I would listen to this thing constantly. I would put the tape in my deck uh, at night, play it, wake up to it, get in my car, play it as I'm going to work, get off of work, play it as I'm coming home, and on and on and on it goes. But at this time in my life, I was like, hey, maybe it's God that that nudged me. I need to go back to church and, you know, get devoted or whatever. Um, so I started going back. Why did I do that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I started getting held down at night. And oh, yeah. it started like, say, let's just say it was once every three to four days or something like that. It got so bad that it was once every other day. Hmm. And I could not figure, I'm, I'm like 24, 25, somewhere around there. So I went to a church member and I was like, hey, this stuff is happening to me. I don't know what's going on. And they were like, oh, well, I think you're giving the devil too much attention. I'm like, that's the answer? Yeah. That's the answer? <laughs> oh so my goodness. At that time, I had a very horrible um, flu. And so somebody, you know, kind of looked over me a little bit. And that night, I went to the source that I should have went to in the first place, which is God. And I prayed, you know, I don't know the exact words, but it was something like, these things are happening to me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. And it started getting terrifying, not in the sense that I saw something, but it was happening too frequently. So I know it wasn't just I'm sleep apathy or whatever they call it. It wasn't that. Okay. And I think it was three days later, I was having a dream and the dream went like this. Uh, there was a, a song out called Diary of a Mad Black Man by the uh, Grave Diggers. Mm. And the, the record started playing, dum, 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 bear witness. And then it just started skipping and skipping and skipping. Mm -hmm. And a voice said, it's the music that you're listening to, why these things are happening, just like that. And I was like, huh? Okay. And, you, you know, your, your logical mind starts to put it together. Like, okay, I'm listening to this stuff the whole time. But I didn't think, you know, this would have this type of spiritual thing going on. And um, the last night it happened, in fact, there was a time when I came home, even after that dream, where I felt a presence. I couldn't see it, but I felt it, and I wasn't paranoid. I meant to come home that night and be at peace, <laughs> you know? But I mm -hmm. felt like something was just watching me. And so I left, and I mm -hmm. came back. I'm not coming home until somebody else is home, but I came back, and people just weren't, weren't coming home 
fast enough for me. So I just went inside and turned on all the lights. You know, we think we could just <laughs> get them away with all the lights. Yeah. <laughs> um, but nothing happened that night. But the last time it happened, um, I was in bed and I would, let's just say I was halfway asleep, something like that. And I felt, I felt the presence come in and I believe to this day that it was four of them. And one held this hand, this hand too, and the legs, right? Couldn't get up, couldn't move nothing. And through, I, I can only say through my spiritual eyes, I saw a smoky apparition come up and to the back of my door. And I said, Jesus, just like that. And they just gone. I know that doesn't work for everybody every time, but that worked for me that time. And ever since that, every time something like that would happen, I, I mentioned the name of Jesus. And most of the time they just gone, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that's one incident, right? Another incident, I was watching um, this Steven Spielberg documentary. Uh, it was about this UFO and this chosen one, a girl. Um, I wish I could remember the name right now. Sorry. But anyways, a giant uh, box, not a box set, but, you know, like six or seven DVDs. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I, this is when I first came back to Christ. So this is 2004-ish, right? And I'm watching this thing. And before I give you the punchline, uh, a few a few days prior, my brothers came over to my apartment and there was a friend in the room, uh, in my computer room. I didn't know at the time that he had something following him. I learned later. So me and my brothers are in the, in the living room and we're talking and we get on the subject of God and Christ and just, you know, loving him. And my TV was on at the time. And I'm telling you guys, <laughs> this wasn't a power outage. It was not a power outage because nothing else in the apartment went off. The TV says it. Beep. So we were all weirded out. I was like, I say, okay, they don't want us to talk. And they must be in the apartment. Right? And I know anybody can say, well, you know, it might be this or that, ah, whatever. Okay. I know what I witnessed. So now I'm watching the Steven Spielberg um, miniseries. Um, I think it was called Taken. I think so. Yeah, right. Yeah, I believe it was. And so I'm just sitting there in the living room. And, and, and at this time also, sorry to you know go back and forth, but yeah. um, the movie The Ring was out. And my daughter came over. She was about five years old at the time. And she came into the room and she saw the DVD and she said, why is that there? Ah, I guess she must have saw the, uh, the the commercials or whatnot before. So I had to go take it and hide it up way up because at that time I was doing some stuff. I'm not going to talk about now. But <laughs> mm -hmm. um, um, it was it was OK. So back to the miniseries, it was dark. Mm. And I, I was just laying by myself watching it. But I, I kind of started fading out into and just drifting off. And something just came up and said like this. And I was like, oh, right here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I said? I'm not going to give it no attention because it wants me to seek it out. Right. The, 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 the apartment is very dark. It's nighttime. 
it wants me to, it wants my attention. So I just ignored it. So that's another, another incident. It's not as big as the first, but it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that same movie, the ring, uh, some friends of mine were watching it, uh, church friends. And they said what happened in the middle of the movies is some uh, books start flying off the shelf. Oh, wow. Can't make this stuff up. That's their story. Things happen. Spirits do follow some of this stuff or they come through what we would call a portal. Don't don't make it too super spiritual. They they don't. Uh, they show up wherever they want, really, except right. for places they, they don't have permission. Uh, and that night that showed up. There's another story. This one that has that hasn't ha- doesn't have to do with physical media, mm-hmm. but uh, my brothers were in a gospel group, and they they were recording at a reggae studio. Uh-huh. And so the Rastafarians they they pretend to know God, but they don't, you know. Mm-hmm. But they and they smoke all this weed and blah blah blah, blah right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. when they were going to the studio, some of the group members went in, but this one particular guy got pushed to the side by a spirit. No oh, wow. He was like, what? But I th- thought to myself when he told me, well, you go into a, a, a studio that has all the stuff in there, you know? Mm-hmm. So the spiritual realm is alive and well, and we have to know how to understand it, maneuver it. That, this doesn't mean go after, uh, go search out demons and try to get all the knowledge on this, that, and the other. You can get a little, little, little knowledge, but don't go down the super rabbit hole to where now you're paranoid, now everything is a demon. And you know, you, you have to have a balance. Right. Um, because with all the stuff I'm saying, people probably think that I don't watch anything, don't listen to anything, um, uh, don't go to any amusement parks. Uh, you know, listen, if you if you want to um righteously not protest, what's the word? Um boycott something. Mm-hmm. If you if you were to boycott everything, you would have to boycott everything. Yeah. Walmart, yeah. Target, Disney, um, Universal Studios, everything. The main point is we are not bowing down and worshiping these things. Other people mm-hmm. are, but sometimes as Christians, we can get so effects uh, so affectionate about this stuff and offended when someone else talks about it that we've given our hearts to another God and God is offended by that because we don't see the truth. He sees everything and we have to have discernment when it comes to this stuff. I mean, there, there is even some Christian music that, Oh my goodness. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop. You know, uh, there, there, there are sources out there to get you to understand this stuff, but you gotta be careful of the sources based on, what they believe about the Bible or other things, you know, if, if they have God wrong, if they have Jesus wrong, if they have the gospel wrong, salvation wrong, forget about it. Mm-hmm. They can have other things wrong, like the rapture or whatever, but don't get these things wrong. That's right. So um, I just think that um, people need to understand that this stuff is real. Mm-hmm. We're not making it up. And I have to find an audio for you. Yeah. If you talk and give me a few minutes, I have to hook up my hard drive back to my computer, and we're gonna we can listen to this audio about Pokemon, and I guarantee you, you're going to be surprised. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let me go find this audio. You, you, you go ahead and take your time. I can fill up some time here. 
-hmm. folks, uh, as, as he does that, um, if you've made it this far, maybe you're, you're, you maybe you're a teacher, maybe you're somebody who is watching this and you have authority over your child, over children and if parents as well, the main thing I, we want you to take away from this is be aware you know, as as Chris was saying, we don't want you to look for a demon under every rock. I've given this analogy before and I'll use it now. You know, I had a, an ex-boss who would call me to go snake hunting. And, you know, when you go snake hunting down here in the south, you know, you turn over rocks, logs, you know, creeks and stuff like that. And when we were going to learn how to, you know, he was going to teach me how to hunt these snakes and he says, look, you know, he says, uh, not every rock you turn over will have a snake. But you better be prepared that when you turn over one rock and the snake is there, you need to know what to do. And the same thing applies. We're not saying that every show is going to create a demon in every child, but it will create an influence or it could create an influence. And not only will it create an influence, but it could bring in dark entities. You need to know how to deal with those situations. Not every show is going to have a demon right there waiting for you, but some will. And so that's what we're trying to say. We're trying to say to folks that, hey, look, pay attention. Don't just aimlessly walk. If you start noticing your child or your, your husband or your spouse going into dark moods, going into depression, you better start finding out what's going on on a spiritual level. It may not be Yu-Gi-Oh! or some of these other things. It may be something else with music or whatever. But we just want you to start paying attention to what's happening around you spiritually because those things will influence you for sure. Absolutely. And I haven't found it yet. It's searching. It's searching. Okay. Uh, I know we, we jumped all over the place, but I think we've covered a lot of important areas. Oh, absolutely. When it comes to the technology, guys and ladies, I can only say be very careful. And it's not about just the pornography. It's about what happened. Like, say, for instance, you're giving me, you're like, again, the, the tablets and the phones, you're giving it to your, say, three-year-old, one-year-old, uh, any, any, any child that doesn't have a fully developed brain, it's, you can search this. It can scientifically, scientifically mess them up. They won't develop correctly, and you wouldn't have a clue. You want to you go search that out. Um, there are a lot of these places that are involved into uh, CST, all right. For those that know, I don't want the algorithm to catch you. CST. All right. Be careful. Um, if you're letting your children on PlayStation or Xbox or um, Roblox, not that Roblox is bad, but you have a lot of people on there and some of them are not teenagers. Um, and they can get lowered off so quickly, you wouldn't know. Um, with the with the virtual reality sets, mm. um, you want to be careful with that. It's another thing that affects the brain. Um, and okay, so 
while while this audio is trying to come up here, uh, you the virtual reality sets. When when like say like again, I'm an artist, right? So when I start drawing, my mind gets engrossed into what I'm doing, and in a sense, it becomes my reality. Mm. And I keep, you know, getting better and better at it. Even if I'm drawing stickmen, right? So that's a virtual reality, right? Right. Movies. Why are we so inundated with this stuff and so fascinated? They're moving pictures. If you strip away the special effects, strip away the set, strip away the actors, strip away um, whatever all the elements, you're left with a story and a writer. That's it. But what is this writer's track record? Is it race baiting? Is it spiritual stuff that, that's weird? What, what is their track record? The person that wrote, Love, wrote um, the people that are behind Lovecraft culture, uh, sorry, Lovecraft Country, which is very demonic, mm-hmm. have a hand in another series called Them. And I'm not surprised that it's a race bait and horror show. It's, it's, it's the same. It's, it's just another name, you know? Wow. It, m- most people are not going to look that up. So that's why I have to be so careful. I mean, look at this. In, in horror, the horror movies, and let me know if I'm going over too much. No, man, you we're, uh, we're all right tonight. In the, in the horror movies, you had... Uh, Jason, um, Freddy, and one other. Jason, Freddy, and one other. Chucky. Yeah. All right. I think that's, I think it's Chucky. Anyway, my point for bringing this up is you had all this bloodletting, all this horror, all this chasing for years and years and years. Why is it that all of these series ended up with some sort of demon being controlled? Being in control. Sorry. Oh yeah, somebody, somebody said Michael Michael Myers, right? Yeah, Michael Myers. All of them ended up with a demon behind them. Why? Was it just for fun? Every single one of them. Right. There's a point being made, and I don't know the mindset of these uh, people that wrote the story. But I can almost guarantee you that it's not coming from God. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Most horror movies are bloodletting rituals, and I've I've done a couple of shows on horror movies. Some of the some of the studios behind horror movies are definitely not who you want to be around. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say if you're into horror movies as a Christian, I would be very circumspect and ask. I don't even think you have to ask God, but if you have to ask God, have him take it away from you. That's right. And I know this is going to be a very strong statement, but it's almost equivalent to watching porn. That's right. Many might not agree with that. No, I agree. I I think it's true. It's very dangerous. Um, And uh, our minds aren't made to ingest such death horror and gore and, and all this stuff right? right so why should we be engrossed by it mm. right i mean the, in the original creation we're just going with the original creation adam and eve uh and lucifer which wasn't a part of the original well he was of course god created him obviously don't don't get me wrong <laughs> right. but he wasn't part of the original creation on earth let me put it that way 
he has a campaign in heaven, comes down here, deceives Eve. She puts it to her husband. And now, you know, they pretty much broke God's one little rule. Uh, don't, don't, don't eat from this, but you can eat of that. And so they get the curse and Adam has to get kicked out because he would have both of them, but mainly Adam, cause he's a leader would have been living in sin forever if they kept eating from the tree of life. Right. So what we're living now is a unnatural world. Hmm. Death, disease, thorns, all these things, unnatural, but we seem, we, we take it as natural because that's our existence. And Jesus Christ came to, Re, um, reverse all of that, but all of it's not going to get reversed yet. We'll see a right. glimpse of it in the Millennium Kingdom, and then in, and then we go into eternity, fresh new start. That's right. So if all of this is unnatural, and we but we like to take in unnatural things then, because the the horror, the gore, the blood, the, the all the stuff unnatural. And we are basically getting trained to think like Satan. That's right. He I like how you said that. <laughs> he is a insane murderer and liar. Right? Right. Everything that is of him is being put out in all of these horror films and other stuff too. Right? So we can we can break it down genre by genre. And if somebody that's not um, doesn't belong to God and not uh, sanctified enough to really get what we're talking about comes in here, we're morons, we're idiots, we're fools for saying this stuff. What are you crazy? Right. You sick wacko Christian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because what we're saying is more towards what's natural. We have to get our what, renewing of the mind. That's right. God wants to renew your mind. And the more we get inundated with this stuff, I mean, think about it. Anybody out there, this goes with the original topic. We can binge watch and binge watch. And I, I'm, I'm guilty. I binge watch, but I don't binge watch a lot of movies and stuff. I binge watch a lot of Christian programming. Binge watching gets you more of either one or two things, more good or more bad. And we'll sit there on Netflix on Hulu or whatever streaming service and watch and watch and watch and watch and watch and watch, right? Now watch this. <laughs> hey, um, do you read your Bible every day? <laughs> oh, you didn't go there, did you? I don't have time. I'm too busy. <sighs> All this stuff, right? The Bible takes four days to real read people. <laughs> it takes four <laughs> days. Four days. Some chapters are 20 minutes long. Uh, sorry, mm -hmm. not chapters, but books are 20 minutes long. Somebody asked what CST is. Um, you can go ahead. Yeah. Child sex trafficking. Okay. Hmm. That's what that is. Okay. So uh, we, uh, well, sorry, what was my last point? <laughs> what I just inundated with death. I say again. Inundated with death. Inundated with death. And, and you know what? I'm working on a project that shows how we are being trained to become cannibalistic. Oh, wow. We love these zombie movies and we'll binge watch them to death. Mm. You know, I mean, listen, guilty. 
Yeah. Guilty. I'm not pointing fingers just because. I'm pointing fingers because I care. You know, I know what position I was in a few years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And I'm trying to warn because if we cannot pick up our Bibles or even listen to an audio Bible, why are we making excuses when we binge watch all this stuff? Right. Absolutely. You know, I, I talked to somebody one day about a coworker um, in, in her, her facility, and she's complaining, complaining about this person, person, person. I said, have you ever witnessed her? Mm. Oh, well, get on my nerves too much. And uh, <laughs> uh, so we're called to love people that <laughs> like what we used to be. Okay. Hey, go read your Bible and find out what God, God's heart says. You need to love God more before you can love that person more. That's right. The world teaches you love yourself, then you can love people. False teaching. That's right. False teaching. If we have all this time to 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 learn the 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 um, doctrines of the world, we can learn the doctrines of God. And you That's don't right. have to go to seminary. I've, I've I went to Bible college. You don't have to go to seminary. It's right there in his book. You know, this is not legalism. This is straight up Bible. Um, give me a second. I think I might have found, I might have found the um, the audio. Let me make sure here. Pokemon's taking over the world. Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, as, as you're doing that, as we begin to wrap up here in a few minutes, and, and, and folks, we, we just hope this is an educational to you. That's one of the reasons I wanted Chris to come on tonight is to share these things from a different perspective. He's got the knowledge about the, the Hollywood stuff and, and all of that. And, and I'm just so thankful for him coming on here tonight. And, and folks, I'm going to continue to do some series on this. I'm going to go down probably about three weeks and look at each one of these groups separately and talk about some of the occult stuff that's happening inside of these things. But I'm interested to hear what, what Chris has got on this audio. So this is making me upset that I can't find this thing, man. It's so important. Uh, and I found the other ones. Let me see why Pokemon is taking Cause we did something on um, the Pokemon deception a while back. Right. And, uh, you know, that Pokemon Go, I didn't get into the, you know, there was a lot of stuff with the, the app going around talking about Pokemon and yeah. trying to find Pokemon. And, you know, I kind of knew that was wrong, trying to find spirits. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you know, um, people have uh, lost their lives playing that game. Yeah. You know, I say to people, you know, the you know, we hear about these stars dying or whatever. Those people that lost their lives looking for stupid stuff, didn't think they were going to die that day. Right. Yeah, right. Their life, what was their life worth? You, you want to, you're so inundated by this stuff that you walk off a cliff? Really? Technology oh is taking over people's lives, and they're losing it. I mean, even, not even Pokemon Go, but just regular walking with you, walking like this the whole time, and a bus hits you. I almost I was in California one time and I almost hit somebody doing the same thing walking across the street. We had a green light. And I was like, I can't believe this. Are you kidding me? So um 
well, I'd love to do like a special on technology, but uh, you know, there's a movie that came out called um, Soul. Okay. Uh, a few months ago. If you haven't seen that movie, you know, you don't have to go watch it, but uh, that movie was full of new age stuff. It was unbearable. Seems like I remember somebody talking to me about that, but I, I didn't know a whole lot about it. It um, pretty much had everything in there. It was a cocktail of new age stuff from astral projection to out of body experience. Uh, well, that's astral projection, but um, uh, alter state of consciousness, a false heaven and I guess you can call it hell. Uh, uh, in, uh, in between world where the lost souls go, all this crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, because the guy that died wanted to get back to reality and, and get into his body. But you know, long story. But we, I'm, I'm going to actually do a, a review on that one. But what, what you're what you're seeing today is a a very a very long infiltration. A massive infiltration of New Age uh, theology and witchcraft mm. in a lot of these movies, and I, you know, these are the same people that put out Toy Story. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and Toy Story movies, you know, you can't find that much stuff in it, you know. But now this stuff, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is, I am going to try to go into one of my shows. And let me make sure my TV's turned down and try to find the audio here because it's taking too long and I don't want to hold you guys all night. But it's very, it's very important for this show. Oh, yeah. Um, and you shouldn't be able to hear any audio over yeah, here. Yeah. So this is Chris from right. Don't Let Them Burn, and we're gonna be a little bit audio. Yeah. Here. Okay. So let me mute my computer audio. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Hello. I can hear you. Couldn't hear me? Yeah, I right. can hear you. Yeah. Oh, you could hear me. Okay. I couldn't hear you. All right. Um, I really want to get this because ah, this is so important. Um, you, can, you can keep talking. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, folks, I want you to go to Don't Let Them Burn uh, YouTube channel. The link and everything is down in the show notes down below. And, you know, you can go and check out everything that Chris is doing and has been doing. I know I checked out a few videos here this morning. And and uh, so just get out there and support him and support Through the Black as well. Uh, go to throughtheblack.com for all your spiritual warfare needs. And, and folks, again, if you have anything, you know, we didn't take questions this time. But um, in the next few weeks, as I said, I'm going to be doing some more stuff with this getting in a little bit more depth with the rituals that I've seen. I've actually seen rituals done. And so uh, summoning of, of real demonic entities, we're going to talk more about that as well. One of the things that we, we didn't touch on or you mentioned actually was the dualistic nature on how these, these like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh has a alter ego and you put that together with the mind control you know, the trauma this video game pops up and everybody forgets about life. Sorry about that. Yeah. All right. And and so, you know, there there's definitely, in my opinion, as I've watched the last few days, 
I've been on a learning curve the last two years with SRA abuse and traumatization and, and, you know, helping those folks come out and find hope. And so with that, as I've been watching this with eyes afresh, it's been very interesting with stuff that I've been able just to extract and look at. And there's actual rituals and alter egos and mind control. All of that's coming into these things here that we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, I, I Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I want to take. I want to play the audio first, and if if we have time, I want to take you down another rabbit hole that people they see it, but they don't understand why it's being done. So I have the audio here. Uh, I, I want to. Can can everybody hear hear the audio when I play it? And they just go out and they're they're walking around with friends and chasing these monsters around from their their smartphone cameras and and it's like. You, it almost looks like a society of zombies, oh, but it's not just millennials. Let me let me establish that it's not just millennials. No, no it, it's your grandma. But it, yeah, it's it's these yeah. it's these games, these pocket games, and you're like, what is going on? What is up with our generation? I mean, this in and of itself, it just shows me it's like we're really addicted to these smart devices. Yeah. You know what? I, I I've seen this. I mean, I, I was wondering what was going on, and I was asking some young people what's going on. They said it's this game you download, and I said, oh, weird. And I mean. I'm old enough where it's like, okay, enjoy yourself. I mean, go run around the woods, do what you want. I, I'm, I don't care. But then I heard it was a, a game about Pokemon. And I thought, wait a minute, let me talk to you about that. You know, I mean, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever um, known or talked to somebody who was a, a Satan worshiper or a, a demonic um, worshiping person, but I have. And it's there's a very interesting story that I like to share about what happened with a, a man. His, his nickname was Shoefoot. He was a shaman or a witch doctor in the jungle of South America, where he, he rose to the level of what they called child eater. And he had an encounter with a Pokemon character. And he didn't speak English, and he doesn't speak English. And I think we need to share that with our, our listeners if we can. Yeah, here's a talk that you gave recently that shares that story. Many years ago, I'm going to read this to you. This is from uh, Mike Dawson who uh, is a missionary in the jungles of South America. And uh, there's a guy down there who just died. His name is uh, Shoefoot, that's what we call him. And he worshiped Satan at one point. I'm gonna read, these are words from Mike, not uh, from me. As missionaries working with the Yanomamo, I'm constantly reminded that when it comes to spiritual matters, I'm not the expert. Baptiste, uh, ba Shoefoot, I don't know how to pronounce that was an ex-witch doctor. He accepted the gospel of Jesus Christ many years ago when my parents first started working with the tribe back in the early 50s. Although still a young man, when they arrived at the village, he was a witch doctor of considerable fame. He had already attained the highest level of, I can't pronounce that word, it's some kind of evil, or the, the, the English translation is child eater. So he achieved the status of child eater because he could attack other, other villages in the spirit world, stealing the souls of the child there and causing the child to die. These souls were given to the many cannibal spirits who were his accomplices in murder. The soul would then be eaten by these demon cannibal spirits. Although having attained the highest he could go by his own admission, he was being overwhelmed by the bondage he was under even before he heard about the saving power of the gospel. So once he clearly understood that Christ was the only way to be freed from the bondage, he accepted Christ's claim on his life 
and his life has never been the same. One of the times I was reminded of how much more the expert he is in spiritual matters happened one day a couple years ago. We had been in the jungle many long weeks with no mail from home and a plane landed bringing us a package. Uh, I was excited as I took it home. Look on a package from Wakanda Free Church. I gave her the package, she opened it up. She was as excited as I was. Enclosed was a book. Now that in itself was a big enough disappointment because I wanted some real mail, like maybe a box of chocolates or something. But when I saw the cover, I was even more disappointed. It was a book on Pokemon cartoon characters. I'm an old school cartoon, Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, and their friends, and really don't get into any of the new ones, especially the ones that look as ugly as these did. Then we noticed there was also a letter enclosed with the book, and we read it together. Dear Mike, it said, it seems our church is having a discussion about Pokemon. With the church divided about this toy, so they were sending this book of all Pokemon characters to me, asking me to have Shoefoot look at it and see what he thought about the characters. Well, that was more interesting than just having a book of ugly cartoons uh, for the boys. But to be honest, this was pretty low priority for me. As a matter of fact, Kayla had been asking me for weeks to watch a videotape of these same cartoons that our son Stephen really liked. She claimed his attitude really changed after watching these cartoons. I told her I would really planned on watching with him, but we're extremely busy in the jungle. I had no, I hadn't had a chance yet. But to be honest, I did not place much importance on the book. But one day when I was talking with Shoefoot, Kayla, Kayla, remembered, Kayla remembered the book and ran upstairs and got it. She handed the book to me, opening the book at random, showing him pictures, I asked, what do you think of this? He looked at it and said, oh, I know this one. He suddenly had my attention. He went on, on this, oh, this is a nasty little jecula demon. It is always underfoot, bites, scratches, screeches, and whatnot. I looked at the page, and on the list of attributes, it said bites, scratches, and screeches, and claws. And I forgot what else, but it was if Shoefoot was reading the page, and he doesn't read or speak one word of English. I figured that first one could have been a lucky guess, so I flipped the page another picture and asked him about that one, and again, he told me exactly what its attributes were. He did this over and over. So he made a believer out of me. At that time, Kayla ran upstairs, called Stephen. He came down reluctantly, not wanting to hear anything, and determined not to allow anyone to do anything to his cartoon tape. He frowned slowly, disappeared, as he listened to Shufford describe the attributes of each cartoon that he knew by the time he was finished, Stephen went upstairs, brought his tape down, and he and Kayla destroyed it. So he made a believer out of Stephen as well. There were some he did not recognize, and he said, there are so many demons, it's impossible for any one person to know them all. Then he added, tell the people from your churches, you, tell the people from your churches that there are things that make them feel uncomfortable. It's probably not good. It's probably... Uh, if the things that make them uncomfortable is probably not good. God's spirit will speak to them about what's right and wrong. Your people need to learn to listen. Talking to uh, Shufoot even when he was here. Those are the demons. Those little Pokemans are the demons that they give to children. The demons that work with children. Don't get comfortable with these things. Yeah. Um, uh there's someone in the chat saying, how do we know this conversation took place? 
The guys, the guys behind this ministry, they they're not into lying. <laughs> that's one. That's one thing. Um, Shoefoot was a real guy. Uh, he came to America a couple of times. He still couldn't speak English. He's dead now. Um, and he was a high level shaman. As the guy explained, that's real. That's all real. Uh, and for him to be that high level sh shaman, uh, he would recognize a lot of things that we can't. Uh, he even. Um, talked about Halloween one time and you know that's another conversation but uh it's it's I mean you know you can be a skeptic if you want to but you know well, well Chris one of the things that I'm going to talk on in, in these very things that he brought out and I may actually if you don't mind cut this out in the segment and put on its own too yeah. but one of the things I've noticed is you know he talks about the attributes that's what I'm going to do the next week is I'm going to talk about these demons that that are in Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh and these things that are actually real God demon or little G God demons uh, that they're talking about. And I'm, you know, so that just confirms what, you know, he, he's talking about the, the scratching and biting, you mm -hmm. know, there's, there's that kind of demon. I'm going to talk about that next week. Yeah. The, uh, there is a uh, final fantasy and some of these card games as well. You know, the, the name Astaroth. Mm-hmm. It's in the game. He's in the game. He's also mm -hmm. in uh, Soul Calibur. Soul mm -hmm. Calibur, the video game. For people that don't know, you know, just bear with me. It's a, a fighting game like Street Fighter. Um, so they do take a lot of these. Uh, sometimes they even take something that's not necessarily a demon out of a, like, let's say the Kabbalah and make it a character like the Sephiroth. So they right. draw from all sorts of religions and either make characters out of them or actually pull from the real um, spirit. There's also with the Marvel Universe and the comic books, uh, Thor is Baal, Baal, the prince, the power of the air, storm god, mm -hmm. Satan, <laughs> you know? Uh, and, you know, you'd have to break apart each mythology different, but the just just as Diana goes by many like a thousand names, so does Baal or Baal. Um, so, but it takes again going back to what we started off on information, right? To understand all this stuff. Uh, the the point I wanted to bring up earlier, um, and this has nothing to do with anime or anything like, but it definitely has to do with entertainment. Uh, as you see, my skin color, right? I'm a brown guy, right? So what I'm about to say is going to sound very strange, but I'm going to explain it. The inundation, and I have to be careful how I say it. Uh, YouTube will strike you for this. So I have to be careful how I say it. It struck me for it. <laughs> the inundation of people like me on TV right now in everything, it's obviously on purpose but what you're gonna what you're gonna say what they're gonna say to you it's about diversity inclusivity those are words of trickery to get you to think that's what it's about oh well you uh, your race has been uh we've done so many bad things to you we have to apologize and we're gonna give you your fair share right now because so many bad things have happened, blah, 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 blah. It's not what it's about, people. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's about, believe it or not, a part of the destruction of the family. Uh, right. Some of the, the people, a lot of the people, actually, that look like me, 
<laughs> are very hyper um, homosexuals, sodomites, right? So why put those two things up against each other? It's, it's called jamming. You put two things up against each other that don't really make sense. How does this sexual activity add to uh, ethnicity? It doesn't, right? So there, you'll see a lot of, and I'm not against interracial couples, okay? I don't care who you date. <laughs> um, but you'll see a lot of that too because certain people, and I'm not talking about Illuminati, which I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I'm not talking about that. Certain people want to water down the ethnicities so that we all become uh, mulattoes and that will get rid of the border issues, uh, the patriotism, mm. the family, the, the family that the how we know it, right? The family structure. So, and it will also um, bring up some animosity between uh, the ethnicities because like, you know, America is uh, mostly European white, right? Um, that my portion of the, that ethnicity is a smaller portion, but we we're, the, the reason why we haven't really, really risen in numbers because of abortion, right? Mm -hmm. So we have the population and stuff like that. And so what you see on TV right now, they're putting us in places that we don't even belong. I mean, like European Christmas stories. <laughs> so we, we don't create these type of movies because that is not our, that, that's not our environment. A lot of black people don't create science fiction, right? I didn't say none, some, right? Mm. You're not gonna see it as this heavy thing coming out of the, the, the black community. Uh, so we have some black comic book writers, but it's very few, but that's mm. for a reason because we don't create this type of stuff. It's usually coming from people like, you know, Spielberg's Huxley, you know, whatever, you know, right? right? So, okay, so I said that to, to get to this. Uh, part of the the new form of communism, fascism, it's it's going to be uh, warped into a a, a different a technocracy. Mm. In order to get this technocracy to come on on the scene, they need things to not be normal, <laughs> right? Right. That brings in human 2.0, and this could be a teaser for another program. If you understand the bigger picture, you'll see why they're doing it. It comes right. out of the United Nations, Davos, all these little things, and it comes out into society, and then it gets pushed out into entertainment. It, uh, back in the 1800s, they had these people called the Romantics, and th those were the liberals of the day. And the mm -hmm. way they got their, their um, uh, message out was through media. Yeah, mm -hmm. They didn't have TV, but they had you know stuff. They had ways to get the papers out and the books and all this other stuff. And so today we're seeing a repeat of that uh, based on the leftist liberal mindset. And I don't mean all liberals, not all of them are the same. We're talking about the what you would call the fanatics or whatever, the people that want to retard your way of thinking. 358 genders and all this stuff, it's all a part of the same plan. So what they're doing, um, which is what they do in, in other countries and, and have been successful at it, is put two two parties against each other, not necessarily Republican and Democrat, but black and white, a skin color, 
in other countries, it's Jews against uh, Germans or uh, some Asian class against another Asian class or it's a religious class against the religious class. And it works every single time, but it's a different thing in America because we are not like the other countries, right? Mm -hmm. So once you start on this on this 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 train, you're gonna have, like I said, animosity between the the the, the two opposing forces, right? So you have the the BLM stuff um, versus um, real patriots. Mm -hmm. The entertainment industry seems like they're being altruistic and genuine. No, they're being very disingenuous. They do not care about the stuff they were actually putting in these movies. Um, and they're actually pushing liberal thoughts on you, right? Uh, for instance, Falcon and the Winter Soldier had this scene where uh, mm -hmm. Winter Soldier and Falcon are talking. They just walked out of somebody's house in a black neighborhood and all of a sudden here comes the cops. I was like, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> and they did a bait and switch on you, you would think that Falcon is going to uh, get arrested because they did come up to him and act like they didn't know who he was and, you know, harassing him and whatnot. And uh, they said, oh, you don't know who this is, you know? And so a call mm -hmm. came in. The call wasn't to verify if Falcon was Falcon. It was to verify that Bucky or Winter Soldier had a warrant out for him. Mm -hmm. So the, the cops taking the white guy instead. Yay. Right. It's very, it's, it's a mind game. And by the right. end of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, they went fully woke on us. Right. But you right. have to know the ingredients and why they're doing what they're doing. If America is going to get taken over by uh, communism or the retarded version of it, it'll be through the entertainment. They have other stuff going on in the real world. But we're being inundated with it, inundated. Take it, take it, take it. And if you talk against it, you're a racist. Mm -hmm. You know, right. they always use buzzwords that you can't argue against. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Progression, progressive, being progressive. Yeah, we want to progress and be better humans, of course. But that's not what they mean. Mm -hmm. They want to progress into their neural order their system that they're trying to bring in, um, human 2.0, uh, the jab, um, whatever you want to name. It's, it's, it's a balloon of ideologies. And if you go against the system, you're excommunicated, you're cut off, you're racist, you're this, you're that, blah, 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 blah. Right. So imagine if, 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 if what I just said, if it was coming from a white guy, Oh, <laughs> pitchforks, axes, fly, fire, but it's Absolutely, true. Yeah. It's totally true. Um, and I, there's more I could say about it, but I know we're, we're going long here. That's fine. I just, I just want you guys to understand that uh, uh, what this came right after the revolution of the sodomites. Mm -hmm. it's everywhere now. So this is going to be everywhere now. And, and it's going to bleed down to our kids with all the alternate lifestyle choices and the, the, uh, what do they call it? After school, something, not after school, Satan, but uh drag queen story hour. Yeah. Um, it's to get your mind to think another way. And when I see 
these parents, droves of them, bringing their children to this stuff, it makes me want to puke. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And so, all you, you I, they, they just announced the other day, and this was in the comic books, that the new Iron Man is pre pretty much going to be a person like me in an Iron Man suit. And, mm -hmm. and, and of course, has to be a female. <laughs> no, absolutely. I don't care if the hero is a female, but what they're pushing is feminism at the same time. Right. And uh, if, you, if you've seen the, the, the uh, series Picard, it was awful. <laughs> uh, Star Trek, Star Trek Picard, ton of feminist uh, things in there. And then you have the uh, race bait and stuff as well. Uh, you can't get away from it nowadays. And, you know, why King Kong versus Kong, sorry, King Kong versus Kong, Godzilla or Kong versus Godzilla did well in the theater. It didn't have no politics in it. It had stuff in it, like we could talk about, but it didn't have that stuff in it. And it did gangbusters. The other stuff that comes out, like Charlie's Angel, mm -hmm. um, Ocean, what is it, what, Ocean's 13? 13? Yeah. Um, and, and some other movies are similar, similar attributes. They flopped uh terminator the last terminator movie flopped all of them had the same uh connecting um what do you call it talking points that's right men are bad men are bad woman good woman good and okay if we don't if you don't like that here take the take the guy or girl that looks like chris <laughs> yeah. you know so it's 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 kind of um sometimes it, it seems like what's the importance of pointing out all this stuff if you haven't seen the changes if you're old enough from early 90s to 2021 oh you're blind man <laughs> it's important right. to talk about absolutely massive changes and it's not getting better the only way it'll get better if if god gives us a pr another reprieve you know, and, uh, you know, some people say there might be a revival. Uh, a revival starts in the church, so, you know, or there might be a spiritual awakening. Fine. You know, I, well, let's wait and see. Uh, but in our own homes is where we start to control the narrative. If we don't have control of our homes, which affects the community right. or, and the church, then nothing's going to change. That's right. You know? There's too much race baiting going on, too much wickedness rising. And the, this is what upsets me. Christians are going along with it. Professed right. Christians are going along with it. That's right. It's, it's insane. Insane. How do you call yourself a Christian and you end up uh, destroying babies? Mm -hmm. How do you do that? How do you, you call yourself a Christian and you go along with communist propaganda, which it emanated from Satan? Karl Marx was a Satanist, and he's not the originator of the idea, by the way. Right. Yeah. How? It really, you know, God is the judger of the heart and whoever saved or not. But as a professing Christian, yeah. how can you do that? How can you do that? Yeah, and I get it that some of them don't know that it came from uh, that Karl Marx was saying. It doesn't matter. 
the ideals don't light up line up with the Bible. They don't, period. And so it also dwells in the area, like, like I was explaining a minute ago, of the whole entertainment apparatus. And we have conservatives and Christians in Hollywood. It's not all evil, like some people would say. They We have, let's just say, agents there, <laughs> okay? Um, they're, and they're doing good things. And if you want your entertainment to change and you have the ability to do something, start a film company. Right. Do something. <clears throat> Don't just complain. Do something. Because oh, somebody said the Captain America is black now. Yes. But you see, um, that was in the comic books. So it's not new. And back then it wasn't a, some huge, you know, Black Lives Matter statement. They, they just took that story, got, a, got two writers that are one's white, one's black, and they both have the same ideology mm-hmm. to write the story. So I knew he was he would become the the uh the black the not black Captain America but the but the new Captain America. But the way they did it was so on the nose. It was crazy. So yeah. Um I don't mind talking, but I know I don't want to take up your whole night. <laughs> well I know, you know, and look, Chris, I'm so so on board with everything you're saying. And you know, I'm just gonna to touch one point and then I want you to kind of give your your website out and everything, and then we'll kind of call it a night. But, you know, there are some people say, well, I didn't kill nobody. Nobody said you killed anybody. Mm. Look, what we're saying is, is this stuff influences people. Nothing more. Look at the porn industry. It's influencing people and addicting people. So looking for proof, go look at the proof at all the addictions. Look at the proof what we're saying that it's bringing Eastern mysticism in. I'm not seeing anybody argue those points. What I'm seeing is people say, well, I didn't do this. Well, guess what? You didn't, but I know several people who have hurt other people. I was asked by a teacher to do the show. Right. So, so folks, don't get on this. Well, I didn't kill nobody. I've I done Harry Potter and I, I watched this. Maybe you didn't. And we said at the very beginning of the show, if you watched it, you wouldn't understand this one thing. We said it's about influences. Some people don't get influenced. Some people do. Absolutely. I get, I get wound up on that because I get so tired of these wishy-washy people saying this stuff, trying to down things <laughs> that they have no clue what they're saying. They want you to show proof, but they're not willing to go look up shoe foot. They're not willing to do the, the research themselves. They want to run their mouth and try to do these things. You know, it just gets under my skin. So I'm going to stop before I get into preaching again. Uh, yeah, it's true. Listen, guys, even if you don't believe a word we said, go do your own research. That's right. You will be surprised at what you find. And you don't have to go to a conspiracy website either. There are great books written on this stuff. And some of it aren't even, some of, some of the evidence isn't re- even written by Christians. Right. <laughs> the first book I read about, uh, superheroes being gods, which I didn't believe at the time, was written by a Buddhist. And he even says that we have a nature in us that wants to worship something. And he's absolutely right. He just has the wrong stream of, of truth. That's right. Totally. So, you know, being a skeptic is fine, but mm-hmm. don't be a skeptic to the point that you're a fool. You know, 
you 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 need to research this stuff. Like again, there, there are great books written about it, um, great documentaries on it. Uh, in fact, on my channel, maybe tomorrow I'll do a, a live stream about the documentaries that I that I recommend. And it doesn't mean I agree with everything in these documentaries, but they're great resources that no one else is touching. They're one of the reasons my uh, my uh, platform even exists, obviously, to reach souls, but it's to talk about the stuff we just talk about because no one is talking about it. And if they do, sure. they're saying weird stuff, like because they don't have experience with the stuff. They're the, the video they're games, all stuff. yeah, and they hit the wrong points, and sometimes they get very legalistic about it. Right. Absolutely. And well, Listen, my friend, it's been almost two hours. Well, yeah. probably has been two hours. I am so grateful and thankful for you coming on tonight. Yes, we sir. need to do another show sometime, Chris. Tell us a little bit about your, your stuff, and we'll call tonight. Don'tletthemburn.com is the website. Um, we are on YouTube. We're on BitChute. We're on Rumble, Facebook, Twitter. I don't use those platforms as much anymore. But we're there. Um, if you have any questions, you can write me through my website. Uh, please don't write the Gmail because the Gmail, I, <laughs> my website is where to find to to message me, um, especially if the if the information is very private, right? I'll I'll respond to you even if it's not right away. I'll respond to you. Um, I'm working on a few projects, and I'll one of the main projects I'm working on is is a documentary called The Alien Deception. I have a music video called Genetic Apocalypse. You can check those out and uh, everything else you could find on my website. All right. Thanks, Chris. And listen, y'all have a good night. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks for having me. 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 All right, thanks for having me. All right, thanks for having me.